Hello. Well, welcome, welcome to, to the, the tea. tea. My name is T-Rex. I have just come from Camilla's uh, brunch at Meeting House, and I yes, I did do two shots and drink two beers while I was there. And it's so the champagne about, will serve you well. Yes. It's been about 30 minutes, so I'm not a fucking mess. I'm so proud of you. Who are you? What are you doing? Oh, my God. So accusatory. <laughs> <laughs> what is the questions at this let, hour of the evening? Who let you in here? Yeah. I let me in here. Uh, I'm Lucky Steph. Hello, listeners. How are you doing? It's been a big weekend. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot going on. It is currently St. Patrick's Day. I've got Oof. the tuck of the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> and um, last night was fucking insane. It was um, crazy. Yeah. Our uh, well, oh, let me introduce her. Our first guest was there last night. Um, uh, please welcome Margaret. Can you tell that I'm kind of drunk? <laughs> I'm not drunk. You're I'm doing just relaxed. A, no, you're doing amazing. <laughs> you look like you've come from a spa day. Ah, am I like red faced? A little um, bit. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Iya from Mexico City, Mexico's here. Hola. How, How are, are you? you? I'm doing so good. Uh, are you loving Chicago? I love Chicago, yeah. It's amazing. You Everything's been- so, like, out of this world. Yeah. We, we've decided that there's kind of like, uh, like Chicago and Mexico City kind of have like similar drag yeah. Yeah. moments. Cause, I think so. Cause you, because they're very, like, diverse. Diverse, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get a little bit of everything. Kings, awesome. queens, bald heads. Everything. Yeah. Pageant. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, and you've been here before. I've been here four years ago, but I was okay. underage, so I didn't go to <laughs> like parties and stuff. And I'm having a blast, like getting drunk in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, uh, she was on a uh, YouTube competition show called La Mas Draga. La Mas Draga, yes. Yes. Uh, how did you place? Mm. <laughs> oh no! I was first runner up, Papa. Yeah, hey, that's good. Yeah. good yeah. yeah, I see. I had known about La Mastraga from Valentine, and I had heard about it, and I hadn't watched it. And I to. like watched. Uh, I like followed you for a while, and then when we announced you for the show, so many uh, Latin people were like, "Oh my god, this is so great!" That's They're like, amazing. "I'm from Mexico City. We love her. Like, I'm so glad you guys get to see her." And and so many people locally too uh, were like, "Oh yeah, how do you, how do you guys know about her?" Like, you know, because I love that. Yeah, I explained you as like basically. Meatball, but for Mexico, where like you were on a local, not local, but you were on a YouTube competition and you were kind of like a breakout, and then now you tour all over Mexico. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And the crowd yesterday was amazing. Insane, right? Like a lot of Mexican, a lot of straight people, a lot of. Yes, that is unusual for Saturday night in Berlin. I say when you come to the show, like you should be able to like see. people that represent you on stage. So, like, you know, we always have a diverse lineup. We always have a ton, every type of person you can find in the audience. It's true. Yeah, all of it. Also, (laughs) (laughs) all right, we're just like, sorry. Um, (laughs) Also, we are joined by Androgen from Miami, Florida. I'm happy to be here. Tell the audience about yourself. I'm a drag king. I'm awful. Um, I'm from Miami, Florida. (laughs) I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> Fried chicken. Fried chicken. <laughs> How long have you been doing drag? Um, I come up on my two years in May, June. Yeah. Yeah. Before drag, what you kind of had like an online following, right? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Um, I did Vine for a little bit. Um, that's where me and my partner met. We were both Viners. And then um, I kind of like my my audience was very like, 
teenage, young adult, like queer women, like okay. LGBT crowds. So like they were very much like these are the type of kids that like don't have any type of representation where they're from. Yeah. Some of them might be closeted. So like they attach themselves onto like people yeah. that are loud and vocal, you know. Yeah. So I my following has still like followed me from Vine to now. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean they're the, cool. they're the they're the best. So then after Vine, um, What was your Vine? I'm not telling you <laughs> at all. You're like, no, If no. you find it, you'll find it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So then after that, I kind of like just drag stumbled upon me and then it's all Miami's fault because they yeah. kind of pushed me to do it. And then Miami's been doing a lot lately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Miami is like. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of girls from Miami. Yeah, yeah we're weird. It's uh, weird in the sense that like we're definitely like there's a lot of talent there, but it's like up and coming. Like we're definitely trying to find our footing of what is Miami drag. Mm. There, I feel right. like so many places are having the resurgence that we kind of have. Not resurgence, but maybe like a renaissance that we had. I think like six. Uh, the counterculture of like mm-hmm. all the weirdos mm-hmm. start to pop yeah. up, and then you kind of are in that area where they're finding out how to work together. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Milwaukee's in that right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of places that are. Yeah, in Mexico too, that. like four years ago was whole different. Yeah. The drug scene, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I just try to encourage like, please work together because some of the yeah. scenes, yeah. Them, they start yeah. to battle and it's like, totally. it is important that you work together and you all have a show because people love that variety. Yeah, yeah. And don't, Say you have to do this to be here. You have to like just no. put them together. The, the trust me, the yeah. audience will tell you what they like. Like the one thing that I've learned from traveling is that like the dramas that happen in like these cities where it's like pageant versus whatever. Like mm-hmm. that's only like everyone thinks like oh everybody knows about our drama, but it's yeah. so like yeah. localized yeah, and like totally. all, all I know from scenes are like man these amazing you know uh, drag artists, and then you go there and then you're like. Why are you guys fighting? No one knows this about you. Yeah, no totally. One. Yeah, and like, shut up. Like, don't get distracted by <laughs> yeah. that shit when you, no, you know, it's people not worth want it. to like no. you. Yeah. yeah. You're not they on wanna, a reality show. Right, <laughs> and I think that's a problem, and especially yeah. like for younger queens who have maybe only experienced drag, they haven't like really been in the scene mm-hmm. for a while, mm-hmm. maybe only experienced it like from TV right. and they yeah. think that drag is like right. war. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, Don't no. get caught up in Facebook drama and shit like that. Yeah. Especially if you're first starting. I mean, like, oh yeah, your first couple of years you should be shutting up and listening <laughs> and don't mm-hmm. jump into every, you don't need to like every comment. And <laughs> no. <laughs> don't and you're going to burn respond. out too. Yeah, like, yeah. Fully yeah. burn out and also make a lot of enemies. Enemies, that, yeah. yeah. And you don't want that. You don't need it. No. No, not at all. Um, you want to start us out, Lucky? I for sure will. I say as I pull up questions <laughs> on my phone. We're doing amazing. Yeah, our our trusty stage manager and uh, producer Trey Sheik, the brains of the operation, the, <laughs> is um, at Sunday Social at Camilla's Drag Show at Meeting House, running that. And yeah. this is like know. a children's romper room. Yeah, <laughs> who knows like, what will happen? I'm recording backups on my phone right now, just in case I've screwed up the soundboard. Looking oh for everything is good. Is All right, let's do it. Yep. I'm really excited to start with this first question because I get to say this name. Lugnut from St. Louis asks, how do you balance originality with mainstream accessibility? That's something that I have really struggled with. Yeah, Yeah. Margaret, how do you feel? I don't know. I think you have to have your own style, but you have to, like, reach a lot of people. Like, when I came here, I went to do, like... A Latin number, you know, like mm. luchador and like Latina dancer. Mm. And that's not really my thing. Like, I'm very mm. kawaii and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I want to be like that representation of what 
Mexican. Yeah, uh, because you come here and you know that you're going to get so much of that population to come out yeah, and recognizes totally. you, and you know. But I, t- I still try to keep it my style. I think mm-hmm. like it was luchador, but yeah. in a pink way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to find like a lot of references and try to manage them like in yeah. the way you want to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you can be a weirdo and still. Make a the uh, the audience can still connect to you totally, yeah. and honestly, the more that you commit to the weirdo stuff, mm-hmm. oh, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Yeah, I was like, Andrew, you have you yeah. know nothing about this. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. nothing to do I with think, your performance style. No, not at all. Um, I I think first and foremost, people connect mostly to like someone having fun and someone being yeah. confident, mm. and like if you're so unashamed of who you are, like. People connect to that, period. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you're into. Because yeah. oftentimes when I'm performing, like, people will come up to me and be like, you know, like, I didn't think I was going to be into it, but, like, you got me into it. Yeah. yeah. I think just mainstream, all mainstream means is that it's popular opinion. Yeah. And in mm-hmm. order to get popular opinion, sometimes you need to change opinions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's That's just true. being yourself and being, like, what you do, what you like. Yeah. Like, sometimes I just, I walk around with blinders on. Obviously, being aware of what you know the audience likes too. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not you know saying shut it off completely, but you know I think what's worked for me is just following my own the, the beat of my own drum. Right, not trying totally. to predict what yeah. the audience will like. Oh yeah, but trying no, to people, present things in an appealing yeah, way that is entertaining. Yeah. yeah, people can't connect to something that you just present that's just neutral. Right. You know, like some people just try to go middle of the road, and that is the hardest thing yeah. to connect yeah. to. But when someone is, we've talked about like Trixie Mattel before. She is so specifically this this pink, bizarre looking thing <laughs> plays. Country music? Yeah, like, right. the kids don't like country music, no. but because she's so specific. Right. And it's like, this is me. This is what I like. Yeah. People just like her because she's right. confident and, mm-hmm. and does it and, and doesn't try to, you know, uh, appeal to everyone. She's yeah. just, like, yeah. really good at a thing. Yeah. She ha. Yeah. She ha. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. do something like you don't love. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, totally. that's the surest way and to people can start totally. up. <laughs> people can sniff out yeah. unoriginality and, and, and just, like, you're trying to play a part. Right, you can't bullshit like, yourself no. first. No, and at the end of the day, like, being main, like, being like, oh, this is what everyone likes is yeah. going to get you the short-term love, mm-hmm. but the longevity, like, I'm in it for the long game. Yeah. And, like, no, and you are going to get bored of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. One thing that I do try to say uh, about, like, uh, like for Saturday shows especially I try to say there's a lot of people that come off the street that have no idea who I am who you are so don't right. sometimes girls want to do like inside joke kind of things oh, or, yeah. or reference Drag Race a ton or stuff like that in their numbers and I say like try to remain neutral and you will still appeal to a broad audience but you can still be you and mm-hmm. be crazy but when I don't know when it gets super inside jokey I just yeah it's I, hard I say stick away from that you know because I don't yeah, know totally. if this audience knows who the fuck I am you know right. so a lot of the times they don't they just wandered yeah. in off the yeah. street and they're like yeah. oh a drag show <laughs> yeah so, like, if you have, like, a recurring joke, make sure that the way that you say it, that you're kind of reintroducing mm-hmm. it to an audience. Yeah. Or That's if you fair. have a callback that you're, you know, that the audience is trained, that they, you know, look around and go, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're not just like, what are they talking about? Right. Yeah. That's how I feel, like, when people do, like, turnabout shows. Mm-hmm. Like, What's that's that? a giant... It's like where... Uh, I dress up as you, you dress up as me, and then you perform my numbers, I perform Oh, yours. my God. And that's like, <laughs> I say that's like for a Monday crowd because yeah. they come out for that. Right. But like, that's not for a Saturday. No. So you have yeah. to make sure you're not like talking above people or, you know, mm-hmm. that you're not like 
you know, yeah. you're still inviting them in. Yeah. The invitation right? is important. Yeah. It's true. And I would just also add to that, like everything that is mainstream now, like at one point was not, That's you yeah. know, like, yes, some things are like rehashing and rehashing and rehashing, but people get bored so fast that mm-hmm. like, yeah. they're always looking for the ne- the fresh thing. Like you were saying, yeah. like the next new thing. So like, if you can provide that for them in a way that is appealing, yeah. like on a wide scale, yeah. it's like appealing but specific. Accessible. Yeah, accessible. Yeah. Because everyone at a base level loves art. Like, yeah. 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 Everybody just wants to be entertained. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. And yeah. And make sure, and this is another one, make sure that your social media is evil, evil, it's easy easy to follow. Success. Is is easy to follow and that you're, you know, extending a hand to people. You're not just going, this is how I do things. I'm crazy. You like, you have to, you know what I mean? Like you have to make it easy to take you in as a performer. I feel like some people think they're always fighting their audience. Like that it's, it's, it's. Like me against the world. I am what I am. You have to take me. It's like right, uh, and it's you against the world. But if it's not you and your audience against, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the, exactly. the world, Unite that's your what audience. it is. Yeah. yeah, because like maybe there's a big enemy somewhere, but it's not in the room with you at you yeah. know, the club, or it shouldn't be. Shouldn't. And like if it is there, you gotta like win your enemies over. While we're talking about common enemies, I just want to <laughs> apologize on behalf of America for Donald Trump. That's all I, I mean, to say. Did you have to bring him up, man? I mean, I just want to say, oh, I hope I you know like we all said his name <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Can we bleep it out? Trey will bleep it out. Oh, yeah. that's hey, great. Hey, Let's hey. do it. All right. Shall we do the next one? I think you should. Um, this is a simple one. Margaret, would you ever move to the U.S.? And where would you move? Oh and why? my god! I I actually actually want to. Yeah. And I actually want to move to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been to New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Love the weather. <laughs> yes. I was like in Mexico. You missed the worst of it though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, when you live in the tropics the whole time, I mean, I get it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. totally. It's like there's something please. about seasons. That, yeah. When I lived in Florida, I feel like there's no seasons. There, there. isn't. So there people really wear isn't. the same outfits all year. They're in like a similar mood so much, but here. You know the seasons change. You get a new outfit. <laughs> you walk the streets. You know you get a. New, you know you get to change. You it guys up. aren't seeing it, but T Rex is serving it I'm right tr- now. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. No, they I miss that on our hand gestures change, on this podcast. Yeah, I do think that a change in season really does like. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your spirits. Totally. Going. I think so. Too. And you know I'm fat, so I like being cold. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, do you want to do the next one? Wow, that was the shortest turnaround. Well, I yeah. like it. Um, but it's Specific. great. I'm getting all the funny names. This is my favorite thing. Jad pronounced like dad. It oh, says wow. that in the submission, <laughs> which was helpful. Thank you, Jad. Three letter word. <laughs> yeah. Jad is also from Kalamazoo, which is also fun to say. <laughs> I want to deliver a really good lip sync, but I am naturally very unexpressive in the face. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, Chad. Ivory. And I tend... Oh, Ivory. Shade. And I tend to either look bored or overdo hmm. it when I try to emote in a song. Do you have any tips for learning, in quotes, this skill? That's a good question. Andrew, what do you think? Take an acting class. Mm. And Ooh. what I do, especially for me, is that... What you feel like you look like isn't always what you look totally. like. That's Perform true. for yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Record yeah. yourself performing and then judge yourself and critique yourself. Or, and I mean, I don't typically like suggesting t- to people to like find inspirations in places, but mm-hmm. find your favorite performers, see totally. what they're doing yes. right. Don't copy, but mm-hmm. see what they're doing right and how you can emulate that in your own way. Right. You know what happened uh, to me? Like, Mexican singers are really dramatic. So I think the musicality is very important, mm. like in your performance. So yeah. 
Uh, tip I can give it to you, like I can give you. So, sorry my, if my English is like... No, you're doing awesome. You're doing amazing. I learned watching like Britney Spears interviews, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like... This is chaotic. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All you know of America is chaotic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it, though. Yeah. Uh, like, listen to the song you're going to perform and like run mm. to the bed. I think it's like that's important it's, because you yeah. get like the beat and you run and you're like oh, you're, so smart. you're pushing your your yeah. body to move the way that the songs does. That's yeah. smart. So also yeah. cardio. Yeah, that's totally. so helpful. Get your heart rate up. That's but also like you need really stamina for drag. It's so. true. Totally. It's yeah. so hard. Even me, I don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it really does run you ragged. Yeah, true yeah. story. Yeah. Workout guys. All our bodies are like Sore and in pain all the time. Chloe Park, who <laughs> is a local queen here, she keeps fainting after performances. What? And because she's one of those people, I've never had this problem, who will go the whole day and go, Oh, I've never had a glass of water all oh. day. You know those? Yeah. Oh no. Andrew like just that? looked That's so me. chagrined. You're like there that. was one time I, I did a performance and, like, look. People who know me outside of drag, I don't exercise. I don't. I just stay pretty and sleep in bed all day. So <laughs> totally, yeah. there was this one number where I was moving a lot, and after the performance, all my friends came with pitchers of water because they knew they they knew they're like, "Honey, we know we know you must be tired because you were moving." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, stay hydrated. Yeah, it's very That's important. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. And eat, eat yeah. food. Eat. You know, I love a club snack. I'm very yeah. into the club oh, snack. Yeah. I bring that little baggie of chickpeas everywhere I go. I I hate having to pee and drag because I gotta take the worst off. So mm-hmm. I'll usually if I have to be in drag by 10.30, I'll have like two big glasses of water, get ready, mm-hmm. and then you'll be hydrated, but you're not like having to pee. Yeah. Yeah, and then like, yeah, I try to not drink like full drinks or oh. I'll just do shots or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do shots. Yeah. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use diapers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? The whole so room I, just was I, like, I'm so uh, excited for this story. I know, I was like, I need to hear that one. No, no, no I'm kidding. I mean, one could. I mean, it's, it's like a punning. <laughs> There's some weird scene out there that probably has a number where they oh, oh my a diaper. God. Probably. Almost certainly. I mean, there was a diaper in last night's show. Meatball did a diaper That's number. That's true. That's very drag matter. Yeah, um, <laughs> to have a diaper on. Do you have any uh, suggestions for learning to lip sync? Yeah. Expressing? I, I feel like... Actually, singing the song is super helpful. Yeah, yeah. that's actually true. Which is so hard when you're on stage if the music isn't super loud. Like yeah. people oh, can just like hear horrible. you like singing to yourself. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's a there's definitely a point at which you have to like pull back and you know, yeah. ex- but always expelling air. But if you sing yeah. the song over and over again to yourself in exactly the right rhythm, then you'll sync up in a, mm-hmm. a more clear mm-hmm. way, and your lip sync will be more clear. Um, I know you were talking about emoting and emotions, but I also think that's part of it. Is like mm-hmm. even if you're not a very good singer, it doesn't matter in the end because you're just feeling what the emotion feels like in your body and if it's a song that you really connect with I feel like that'll also help you you know because you'll like feel that emotion you'll sing there's something about like actually expelling sound from your body that's like a primal you know thing it it also makes well (laughs) it makes like your Adam's apple it makes your throat move your what I don't (laughs) what your Adam's what like you can like feel it yeah no it's true and like putting your hand on your throat while you're doing it it Mm. also is a whole thing I like just gently choke myself <laughs> while I'm practicing my lip syncs. If you oh ever see the princess perform, you she is the loudest lip syncer. She's always <laughs> at, at least like humming or like oh, once wow. it gets to the yeah. chorus, she's like screaming in the chorus. Yep. And she's just always been like that. But it, the audience up close like loves it. Yeah. It's just 
it, like, it feels right. She's like so into she's it. performing. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I think that's it. That's that reminds me of um, like when I see like because I'm an Ariana Grande fan. I'm sorry. Um, Don't be sorry. No. So whenever I see her music videos, it's like she's if she's listening. I love you. Um, <laughs> I hope she's listening. <laughs> but like, if you see her music videos, like she's not like emoting heavily. But then when you see her perform, oh, like yeah. she's like she loves singing so much that a lot of life comes through. So mm-hmm. I'm saying that that's really good advice because obviously even celebrities um, could probably use that tip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the only way I know how to do it. Yeah. And and also I put a lot of thought into think about your neutral face. Like mm-hmm. this person said, like yeah, I kind of you know struggle with just being like kind of deadpan all the time. (laughs) And if you're sitting next to a stage or even when you're just in drag, just fake that smile and turn it on. Or faking a smile is, it's not, doesn't make you ingenuine. It makes people stop asking you what's wrong. So fake the smile and it actually armors you and, and, and just, you you will yeah. feel better, and if you're not in the greatest mood, you will feel in a better mood because people are looking at you and going, "Oh, that person's in a good mood." So think about that. Yeah, yeah. the performance. Yeah, totally. I have an alternate suggestion, which is maybe no, 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 <laughs> like maybe that's no, but like j- maybe Jad, if like that's if that's, <laughs> I'm speaking directly to you, Jad. Jad. Where are you at? I just wanted to say your name a couple more times, but like also if you're if you've got an unexpressive face and you're super bored, like maybe lean into that, like oh, lean totally. in, you yeah. know what I mean, like yeah. if that's that's who you are. Like, that would be hilarious. Super funny. Yeah, like, lean into that. Find the, like, the super flat-toned singers that, like, don't, you know, ever <laughs> modulate at all. It'd be great. Right? Like, you could that. build yeah. a whole character. Or maybe a that. super expressive song that would call for, like, yeah. you're just yeah. dead oh, yeah. the whole right. time. Like, Whitney Houston, but, like, with yeah. a straight face. Do I have nothing and just don't <laughs> move your face. I want to see that. That would be fun. Jad, we just gave you a whole thing. You're welcome. <laughs> and think about your eyes, too, because I feel like yes. when you appear to be, like, you know, just boring in the face, like, think about, like, am I connecting with people? And right. look at people directly in the eyes. And, and my I'm eyes. very smile. big on eye contact. Open those eyes up wide right. and just, you know. And, or, like, be super squinty the whole time and then just, like, flash them a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a little deprive open. the audience and so then no, give them what they want. Yeah. I don't know. Could be, yeah, eyes are important. Yeah, yeah, but eye contact on stage. Some people don't like it at all, and I just I, hate it. I love it. You hate it? I well, I have social anxiety, so whenever people like yeah. look at me in the eye, I'm like, oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> but um, on stage, like since I can't see anyway because I have reading, I have a vision glass. Not reading glasses. What the fuck did that come? From? <laughs> um, I have vision. Like I'm nearsighted. Mm-hmm. There we go. We got there. <laughs> um, so I thankfully can't see people anyway. So I'm just staring at like blurs of faces so it does help me in that regard mm-hmm. um i do think it's good advice it's just very hard for me. <laughs> i forget cool. about it like when i'm performing i'm like i'm living my fantasy i'm watching <laughs> the sky like yeah. it's a theater theater yeah. yeah and then i'm oh there's person like <laughs> yeah that's all <laughs> let me connect me. with you yeah, yeah. So. yeah i just think it's such a like if i'm on stage it's such a show of force and we've talked about this before it's like i'm confident and i can look you right in the oh, eye that's and I, i'm but i'm like you know i'm i'm a good witch and like you know <laughs> <laughs> but I connect with you, and people kind of are like turned on by that. Yes, and totally. taken, taken aback by it because it's a show of confidence. Like, I ain't afraid of you. Like, mm-hmm. let's party. And if you do that to everyone in the front row, all around the audience, like, they're just drawn to that yeah. naturally. Totally. When you just connect. And people want to be seen. Like a little wink. Flirty. Yeah. 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 Totally. yeah. Give the people what they want. Totally. <sighs> well, it's you now. It's me. It's yeah. me. From an anonymous person. Oh, oh God. Here we go. All right. From Chicago, well, 
what are some of the struggles you've dealt with as a drag performer uh, slash artist while coming from uh, Latinx backgrounds? This is not for me or Lucky. Nope. Uh, I.e. <laughs> cultural issues that come from having a Latinx identity and what helps you get through them. Um, yeah. Do you want to go? You want to start? I, I'm thinking. Sure. Um, so since I look like the devil, um, every t- I live <laughs> I live in Little Havana in Miami, and my poor my poor neighbors um, they really do think they're living next door to the devil <laughs> <laughs> because there's like um, like six foot tall statues of like San Lazaro like yeah. in their front and they're just like oh, me oh you know but <laughs> next uh, identity hinders my drag at all mm-hmm. oh yeah I mean the drama kind of almost makes my drag because mm-hmm. like being Latina like as you know like it's very dramatic you know See, emotive yeah and emotive so like it didn't hinder me at all if not it made me who I am yeah yeah I, I don't, Miami doesn't have any, obviously I'm not going to go into Hialeah dresses, what I, right. you know, that's yeah. not what I'm doing, but <laughs> I stick to where I, I'm comfortable. I think but. Miami and Mexico City <laughs> are like two places that would be a great place to be, Yeah, uh, you know. Black, yeah, black like queens. when I'm in Mexico, like, I don't think like, like, oh, I'm Latino. The most celebrated place. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Everyone's Latin in Miami. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I only remember I'm Latino when I'm in the United States. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm Mexican. So... I can work it out. I, don't know, like, <laughs> I can do some Spanish, like people don't won't understand it, so mm-hmm. I have to like sell it as twice mm-hmm. as you have yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. But I think people love that. Like they don't yeah. care if they don't understand people, it. Yeah, yeah. Especially here. Like mm-hmm. people you can do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and yeah. Entertainment's entertainment. Right. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. nobody can do it like you know, like yeah. not everyone's gonna do a Spanish song, so mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question was: Was there any like struggles, uh, like uh, in drag, that you dealt with specifically that you think have to do not being paid that? enough? I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. In Mexico, like just like a year ago, they started to pay us like good, like yeah. really good, mm-hmm. and it was a struggle to like build the, you know, the like the culture of getting paid. Like, what are we? Because there's still not tipping isn't no tipping there. is not a thing in Mexico. Mm. It's not a thing in Miami either. Don't worry. No, really. <laughs> we're all broke. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. It's that like no, we're all broke. So, but we're very loud audience members. So like we're like the loudest cheers. Like, you're gonna f- you feel good in the heart. Yeah. Just not good in the wallet. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. can't pay rent with screaming. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Oh, if we could, man, I would be so sad. <laughs> I would be sad for a lot. That would be amazing. Especially with the people I scare. That's yeah. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, that paid the rent today. Just walk out your house. Some, your neighbor's like, ah. What are you, Monsters, Inc.? Money. <laughs> if only. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. it is. Right. Screaming? Yeah. Right. I was like, where? No. <laughs> True story. Me on <laughs> I love you it. Do the next yeah. one? I will. Miranda from Chicago asks, have you ever had a game-changing drag epiphany? Yes. Ooh. Whoa. You seem very though? certain. Wigwood year one. Mm. Um, it was. I was six months into it. I still considered it a hobby. And I performed Are my- you full-time? I mean, it pays the rent. I don't yeah. know if that's full time. Oh, yeah. But do you, do you have, I mean, you don't have to tell us what it is, but do you have another job or is this just. No, I have like, other, yeah, I have oh, other okay. stuff. Um, not like a nine to five, but oh, I, got, okay. I got other things to help along. But um, I was, do I performed my man, uh, Barbara. Yeah. Money girl. Oh. And I, I did this full prosthetics. Like I had a bat nose, bat ears. I was in a wedding dress. <laughs> I mean, no, I look. I looked fucking cool. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> am I allowed to curse on yeah. the Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. There has to be a curse word in every fucking 
sentence. Yep. <laughs> Great. Um, so, and I, I walked off, I felt good. But then when I saw like the videos of my performance and the audience members were screaming so loud, the mic cut off. Oh. Like hearing that video, I was like this rush that came over me. I was like, this is what I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Like, that was like a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I've been on up, the up and up ever since. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I was in a contest. Like it was similar to Crash Landing. It's mm-hmm. called Mexico City's Drag Race. Let's okay. <laughs> in Mexico, mm-hmm. and it was the time when I won the third season. Like the crowd, it was a very small place, mm-hmm. and like the crowd was crazy screaming yeah. my name. Aww. I was like, "Oh my god, this is." What I have to do. It's mm-hmm. like an electricity that goes totally. through your body. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like you're being like told like you have to do yes. this. This is the right path. This is it. It's a yeah. calling. Totally. Yeah. Like a divine intervention. Totally. Yeah. Yep. You mm-hmm. just feel so good and you're seeing all of your friends and all these strangers yeah. like yell, And you know, like, like what? Why yep. do you <laughs> like yeah. okay, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Fool, yeah. And yeah. seeing people get inspired by you. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. being this confident person that People see and they're like, I don't know, like it's fucking crazy. That's why I do drag now, yeah. like to inspire people and make them yeah. feel comfortable with their bodies, with their identities. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's what I love doing drag. Yeah, it's funny that like you, it's just something that you just do it one day and then you do it the next day and then you just keep going and at some point you're like, people like me, like <laughs> people are cheering for this, like. People are expecting something from me. Like, there's a community that's mm-hmm. looking at me. Yeah. And, you know, it's just weird. One day you're like, oh, oh weird. God, I, okay, cool. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah. there's definitely that moment where you look out and go, people like this. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, let's keep doing it. Yeah. Or I, people don't like this. Oh, <laughs> and it's yeah. important to be able to, yeah. Tell to, the difference to and accept both of those. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know what? That was bad. Let me move on. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's yeah. important to take criticism Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would say I think the first time I did Bushwig was that moment for me, or and or not even no, yeah, it was the first time. And I like at one point I did uh, uh, Better Son or Daughter, which is very emotional and um, shocker of all oh, shockers. Um, um, <laughs> um, uh, Jenny Lewis. Uh, no, it's a uh, uh, Rilo Kylie. Rilo Kylie. Yeah. Jenny Lewis, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And. Uh, and I looked out and, and like looking back, I watched the whole uh, performance back on video later and was like, oh, you know, you know yeah, the way yeah. you, you're looking at all the things and you're like, oh, I, that reveal was kind of messy and like my wig kind of no didn't look as mm-hmm. good as I wanted it to look or whatever. Like, oh, this physicality here. And like you look at that video and you're like, OK, I'm going to do all these things better next time. But I remember being in the moment and like doing this final reveal and feeling the feelings of the song and looking into the audience. And it was also at like 3 p.m. on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it was bright as hell. And I've, I hadn't up until that point had that experience of really being able to like see everyone while I was yeah. performing. And looking out over this crowd of like, I don't know, like 600 kids. Yeah. And there was like 30 of them weeping in the audience. And like, Aww. yeah, and just like st- not even holding out money, but just holding out their hand. And I was like, felt like I was reaching back and like holding each of their hands every oh. time I like did it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I just got goosebumps. Being able I was like totally, totally destroyed mm-hmm. afterwards. But being able to like give somebody that kind of mm-hmm. a release is like what 
I realized that that was what I wanted to do yeah. or try to do every time. Mm-hmm. Even in the moments where it's like fun and quirky and like happy, but like that kind of a release or a relief was the thing that I always yeah. felt like I wanted to give to mm-hmm. audience members. It's so hard to live in the moment too sometimes yes. because you mm-hmm. are really, you're working. Yep. You're being paid for a service and yeah. you want to go, did I do a good job? Is my mm-hmm. boss happy? And you forget sometimes like, oh, the kids are connecting to this. Yeah, it's like, just about me and them. Someone comes up to you and goes, hey, th- this was like a, a huge moment for me. We came here, you know, and yeah. you're like, oh, to me, I was getting ready for a job. And, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that happened to me like a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's why it's important to like love what mm-hmm. you're doing because mm-hmm. then at some point it becomes your job and it's like, yeah. oh, I, I have to get in drag right. and I go to this party and... Like, people are expecting expecting you there, and yeah. it's like, oh, I need to enjoy this. Yeah. Like, yeah. not a lot of people can say, like, this is why yeah. Yeah. I pay my rent. Yeah. And, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Lucky we are. And like, we are lu- lucky. We are very lucky. Yeah. You especially. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, you have to let yourself be proud of yourself. Yes. So many times. Ugh, preach. Because it's so hard, because... You, you're like, oh, well, I fucked that up. Let me fix that. Yeah, you're on this that goddamn up. hamster wheel all the time. Right. Just trying yeah. to, like, keep running. And then, yeah, every now and then you'll just go, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I just had this moment where in my head I go to the Roscoe's viewing parties and they're this huge thing. And then I, I was thinking about it this week. I was like, because I never really go on, like, YouTube and stuff and look mm-hmm. at it. I was like, 40,000 people watch me yeah. every week. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I've never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool that it happens, but it's just something that – you don't think about how much access, how many people get to see you. Like, we don't always think about that, but step right. back and go, holy shit. And what like, kind of people? Like, the people that need queer it. Queer people. Yeah. like Young people. Yeah. like. And it just kind of sunk in this week. I was like, I'm kind of on a YouTube show, and I didn't even, like, register <laughs> yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was just doing my, my weekly gig, and it's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all those hidden cameras everywhere. Yeah, have you turned on AdSense? If you don't realize that you're being watched by people, you know you can get paid for those videos, right? Well, Roscoe's pays me very well. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) and it's through Roscoe's and um, never mind. Yes, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Should we do the next question? Yeah, this is another anonymous question. I always find it interesting when people don't submit their names, and I'm like, did you do this on purpose so that we wouldn't know who you are? Also, is it me? Uh, it might be. <laughs> oh it is might it me be. Me in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most noticeable difference in treatment between drag kings and queens? Ooh. I mean, I know we're all looking at you, mm-hmm. but you don't have to yeah. start. Look, look. I mean, it's just like I okay because I get these kind of questions a lot, mm-hmm. and it's like monotonous at this point because mm-hmm. at this point like <laughs> no 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 for real it's because it's like what's the difference I mean like what's the difference between like it, it just, just really like think about it like it's obviously there's a difference of misogyny and transphobia going on and yep. it's different expectations like obviously mask performers are going to perform differently than femme performers and like it's a, an entirely different art form comes from a different route yeah. and the expectations that people have on drag queens just shouldn't be the same on drag kings because yeah. it's c- completely different. It mm-hmm. is. It's just a completely different way to digest entertainment. Um, the treatment is very obviously different. People, I know kings, I don't deal with this personally, which is why I try to use my voice as much as I can, mm-hmm. but kings get paid tip spots while queens are getting paid hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. Kings don't Kings don't get paid. Kings don't get the recognition they deserve. They're expected to, to do like three times the work for half you know, the credit, mm. it's 
It's just, it's, it's very annoying because I mean, I see these wonderful performers and like drag kings are so thirsty to get like properly represented and properly like credited for their work that all the kings I meet are always incredible. Yeah. And it baffles me that people even have to go through any type of struggle to get recognition. But it's just about perspective and, and just opening your minds a little bit to what drag can be. Because even me, I found myself judging um, drag kings a lot before I started doing drag. And I'm like, it makes sense now. It's because I wanted to do it. But <laughs> it's also because in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm thinking drag race is the only, is oh, the only yeah. way you can perform. I think right? a lot of people think that. Yeah. And once I like really educated myself and I read up on the history and like what it really means to be a drag king, like... I was like, oh, okay, it's not supposed to be like, caca, 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 you know, all this, mm -hmm. whatever. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking about. But yep, indeed. You just yeah. described a tenderoni performance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying the majority of drag kings. Obviously, like, I'm different, tenderoni's yeah. different. Like, we both have our brands and we both have mm -hmm. our, our unique styles. But the majority yeah. of drag kings no. fall into a certain, you know, type, type of performance. Mm -hmm. But yeah, anyway, I don't know if that answered the question. Right. I think it did. And also there's like... I just, I feel like there's as many ways being imagined right, uh, uh, that drag kings are imagining masculinity right now as right. there are ways that drag queens are imagining femininity yeah, or yeah, scales totally. of femininity. And that's not being recognized at all. Right. Like everybody's just got an image in their head of a drag king mm -hmm. and they're superimposing it over the people that they're actually watching yeah. and not really paying attention to what's going right. on. Right, yeah. Yeah. So. Totally. See. <laughs> but it's also like just to put a cap on it like it's it's even like because I see sometimes like people pigeonhole because even people who aren't supporting drag kings like the ones that do are like oh but why weren't you packing and why weren't you doing a boy yeah. song and I'm like listen like we already have enough issues as is in the drag world we shouldn't yeah. be further putting people into boxes because mm -hmm. like obviously I wear dresses and I wear wigs that are longer than my natural hair and it's like the drag is just the theater of gender expression and there's it's all a spectrum yeah. and it's just the moment people stop like putting boxes and binaries on what the hell drag is for queens kings and things the is the moment that drag is going to yeah. come to the next level of I, appreciation from my point of view i think it's so much uh it, it, there's so much that like the host that the person who runs the show mm, totally. can do yes. to say to the audience we and I say this every show we welcome everything here mm -hmm. like because you kind of want to say to the audience like don't come with your preconceived notions right. of this yeah. has to look like this we like them bald fat skinny tall whatever every color of the rainbow this is what we like because it's all fucking great you get a little bit of everything yeah. come enjoy our sampler platter like <laughs> it's important that the people in charge shut that shit down yes. Mm -hmm. And don't yes. listen to those criticisms and go, well, the audience said they, they don't like this, mm -hmm. this drag no, king's wearing true. a dress. It's like, well, good for them. Was was there cheering? Did the audience like it? Okay, moving on. Like, don't let those people dictate how you uh, run your shows. Yeah. yeah. It's right? important to use your privilege in that way. I mean, and, yeah. and as much as I hate to say it, like <clears throat> it's one thing for drag kings to be vocal, but and I'm speaking to drag queens right now. It's very <laughs> it's very important to, like, if you guys are on our side at all, yeah. to just use your voice and use your... Because people yes. will respect your voice mm -hmm. 10 yeah. times more than they will respect my voice. So by saying, hey, like, that's a stupid opinion, like, we I don't like that here. I come out as much as I can and say... You do. This, yeah, this yeah. anti-fucking uh, AFAB, this mm -hmm. anti all yeah. this stupid shit, it's like... I'm trying to make money as much as you are. If mm -hmm. people are watching the show and clapping and enjoying the show, why the fuck are we 
splitting hairs here. Yep. It's ridiculous to me. It's and like, if, we, if, if it's a it, good show, people like it. Money is made. Shut up. Yep. Like, yeah. And if, eventually you'll find someone who likes what you're doing. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, you're just do your thing, girl, boy, yeah. whatever. I, I, have, <laughs> I have a drag son who is a bio king. Like how? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like, a, like an Ahab yeah. king, like yeah. somebody yeah, yeah, assigned yeah, yeah. male of birth. Exactly. Mm. And like we when were talking he f- about this, like when we were getting ready. Yeah, yeah. We're like, I don't really like the term bio, but like I don't know how to. Yeah, like what is it's hard. The, the, the lexicon is hard. Yeah, yeah. we're and discovering our definitions right now. Absolutely. We? Yeah. In Spanish. Which okay, cool. so when he started doing drag, people were like, no, that's not drag. Like, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And when he started, like, doing shows and stuff, like, people were leaving. Yeah. And eventually he won, like, that's the competition. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're insecure about what you're doing, people are not going to enjoy it. It's, it's very loud smell. Yeah. People sniff that shit out. <laughs> no, it's true. Like if, yeah. if someone's bored or someone's not having fun or someone's insecure, like the audience reads that yeah. so fast. Absolutely. But w- if what you were saying is actually true of what we're doing, which I think it is, mm-hmm. like if drag is the theater of gender expression and we should be imagining all of the ways that mm-hmm. we can yeah. be, why would we then like limit ourselves as performers and yeah. the people around us as because performers? Because we're uneducated, because we're, you know, we're used to hearing, it has to be this to, yeah. to be on the stage. Like yeah. it's just... It, Everything can be changed, you know. Yeah, Especially everything. this is such a made-up operation. Like, yeah, drag, right. It's such a made-up operation. We're like, just clowns. it can be different totally. in every city. It can be different in every show. <laughs> and just to to bring that kind of energy, just just totally doesn't understand why we're here, which yeah. is to just blow everybody's mind and and yeah. be like, oh wow, we're doing that. You know, Hell the yes. weirdest shit possible, the wackiest shit. I mean, yeah. People and if you're a <laughs> drag queen who's privileged, privileged, yeah. yeah, like educate your audience. I think. Yeah. Mm. yeah, totally. Yeah, fucking talk loud and tell people this yeah. is how we treat people here. This is what's to be expected of you. Yeah. And when they don't do that, you kick them out loudly. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he's or she's your fan. Yeah, like you have to put a limit. Did I have I talked about this the the this is kind of a little I don't know. Far. The person who uh, this is two weeks ago at Drag Matinee. This woman is she's probably uh, like a you know twenty five year old woman. I'm assuming from the suburbs. <laughs> she did not seem like she comes to Berlin a lot <laughs> or knows how to act in public at all. Okay. She starts oh, no. piling her coats up onto the stage. Oh yeah. While oh, did I say God. this on the podcast? You did, but it's okay. Oh, okay. While we're performing, and uh, and I'm like, hey, I need you to move your stuff. And uh, she was like, oh yeah, like she was just like she was she was being a bitch. And then she goes, sorry, sir. And I like yeah. And record scratch. And I said, okay. And I just didn't change my demeanor at all. And I just went and found security. And I said, this woman needs to leave. And then her friends were like, but she doesn't know. I said, oh, she knows. She knows now. And so then I went on the mic, which is the point of the story, and said, (laughs) because I had to say, like, in between, I was like, security. And I said, y'all want to know why I kicked this person out? (laughs) (laughs) I said, well, she came up to me and called me a sir. Do we do that here? And everyone's like, boo. I was like, that is correct because we treat people mm-hmm. how we want to be treated. And I did not put on a wig for you to mistreat <laughs> me, uh, you know, for you to go out of your way and do that. Yeah. So uh, we're all happy to be here. Um, 
if you look outside, it's fucking awful. That's why we're all in here and the blinds are closed. Mm-hmm. So let's welcome in people yeah. that know how to treat sure. us and, and everybody else can shut the fuck up. And then the audience, of course, cheers. And it's a, a way that you bring everyone together. Totally. And that woman's outside and she goes to Cheesy's and has a fabulous meal. And I don't have to deal thinks, with her. And, yeah, thanks about yeah. what she did. And her friends were so mad. but Good. Yeah, but you have to make examples of those people. Totally. Yeah. And, and, and you can make it funny, do whatever. You don't have to always, like, you know run through town with a torch but <laughs> you know you, you gotta fucking make sure you go this is not what we do here yeah yeah, so, yeah. yeah. i implore people to because every city has because oftentimes it's like where are the drag kings and it's like every city has a drag king scene yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i've been there like i've been to these places i implore people who have never like been to a drag king only show to go first of all Queer women exist. Wow. What? You go to these places and you're like, why are all the lesbians here? And it's because, <laughs> I mean, because they have their own community too. Go to these drag king shows and like actually just literally just watch and just be a, a patron and support because it's a it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. And and then you you leave with a with an open, more open mind. Yeah. yeah. And totally. and the people in charge too, of course, is what I always go back to. Like, if you run shows, go out of your comfort zone and go to these yeah. shows mm-hmm. where there's drag kings. Yeah. Or and, and it's like I said before on the podcast, like, uh, you know, asking girls that are from the south side, from the west side, asking people from different communities. I can't always go to your show, but you say, hey, who's good from this community? Let's bring them over here. Yep. Uh, because it's only going to be good for business. Yep. You know, it's and, and then you just get a, you know. Yeah. More diverse show. Yeah. yeah. Book your humans. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> all pay the attention. different kinds. You have to pay attention to these things. It yep. doesn't just always come to you. You have to go out of your comfort zone right. to discover right. these things. It takes an effort. It can't, it can't yes. just be, oh, I'm woke. Like, you need to actually, like, yeah. work It doesn't show it. up right. on your doorstep. You have to no. go out of your comfort zone and find it. Scenes can be so insular, and we have to work hard yes. for them not to be. Yeah. Yeah. And how much more fun it is when you yeah. you discover a whole like mm-hmm. group of entertainers that you didn't know existed yeah. that are really good. Like, yeah. fantastic. I yeah. learned things that way. Yeah. 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 It's true. <laughs> that was a good one. Is this you? Yeah, that was a good question. I think it is me. Boom. Uh, this is also anonymous. What differentiates the Mexican drag community from others? I'll take this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing... <laughs> um, I think Mexican drag scene is... Like in diapers mm. right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not like literally. Literally, <laughs> you said the visuals great. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it's a strategy. No, but but we're just like landing off, taking taking off, taking off. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, and you, it's it's diverse. Like you can find drag king, drag queens, um, club kids, like mm. everything. And the thing is. In Mexico, you don't get a lot of sh- drag shows. Like, most of the work are, like, hosting and, you know, mm. like, being with people and stuff. So, like, walk around hosting. Yeah, atmosphere. getting drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some contests, like, you know, like, similar to Crash Landing, I assume, mm-hmm. yeah. where people, like, a lot of people go and, like, watch the shows. And they're very produced. Like, there's a... A lot of props, a lot of, you know, scenography and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know, like, Mexico's drag scene is the fucking best. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I really, really, really love it because we have a rich culture. Like, Mexican is so diverse yeah. and yeah. so full of cultural references and people. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very beautiful. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my, this TED, is my talk. TED talk. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> that was good. That was good. And you know, there's something. Uh, like a lot of us are starting to do different stuff. Like I just started doing a one woman show. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Does it have a title? It's, yeah, it's called Un Show Ya, yeah, which means uh, um, like one show and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what yeah meant or it. Oh yeah. Yeah, and Margaret yeah translates to Margaret and that's and it. That's it. With, like in, it. in English it sounds super shady, I guess. Oh no, no, no. no, no but no, in no. Spanish it's different. It's, it's yeah. very stupid, that's yeah. why I love it. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, it it's like a some something that people say a lot. Mm, yeah. 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 I like, mean like, you know, when you have a little cousin that's like really like, yeah, like yeah, like stop yeah. it. It's, oh, yeah. it's about as common as stop is. Yeah. I mean, which is Comment? Oh, like yeah. that's it. Okay, that's it. Like, like stop, quit yeah. it. Like oh. get off my dick. You know. No. <laughs> yeah, coño. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Love that. Well, only a few left. I know. It's very exciting. This is from uh, Joe from Minneapolis. I'm thinking of getting involved in the queer drag scene in Minneapolis and starting to create and sell merch for local yeah. uh, drag and queer artists. That's Do you guys cool. have any advice? That seems like a business question, but maybe also an art question. I would say start at the top uh, and start like designing things and sending them to them and mm-hmm. saying, I made you this. Mm. Um, and I mean, I guess, yeah. That's yeah. I guess putting, you have to kind of present it first. Yeah, right? you have to do yeah. some like prototype work. Yeah, like if you and that doesn't necessarily mean like giving it out for free to people or to queens. Like yeah. you could design. I, Jonathan Charles does, from Milwaukee does this really well. I think it started out doing a lot of like fan his, his own fan art uh, for like pop stars and putting it up online and yeah. like oh. he only just recently got an Instagram but he also like was designing all of these posters and stuff and putting them up they're in his house great. and they're incredible like he does all of our drag matinee posters yeah he's super super yeah. good yeah and um, he, did, he did he designed my tank top he designed Trixie's hater blockers yeah he, he did the plot twist poster that one yeah. time I was in it it's, it's beautiful um, but he's also like been really smart to like do those designs and show them to visiting queens and be like hey have you seen this thing that I'm it, they're up in his house and the queens like stay at his house often when they yeah. go up there so like post them online and, yeah. and tag the people and right. send them yeah. messages that say like I made you this uh, yeah and and a lot of times they will I'll retweet that stuff I'll retweet yeah. it or be like hey I see you made this drawing of me mm-hmm. like yeah. can I put it on some t-shirts yeah. like let's yeah. do a merch deal and so you just like have to get the work out there first otherwise people don't know what you have right it's yeah. hard to sell what they don't know about yeah. mm-hmm, totally I mean it's the same as like doing an amateur competition before you like make it to the main yeah. show like right. there is show a certain amount of giving it away for free but also being like this is my portfolio come look at this this is what I do yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. prototypes prototypes helpful any other advice for them? I don't know. I mean, like, if you're an artist, like, finding your style is important. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you can't have variety. But also, like, one of the things that Jonathan does really great is, like, there's a definite, like, know. you know, yeah. like, after a certain point of looking at his stuff, you know that it's his when you see it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that, like, takes a while to cultivate and yeah. and find. And so like you have to also do a lot of it. Yeah. You can't just it's like work. do right. Yeah. It's a practice. Mm. The same way that any kind of artist. And a business thing that I want to say is don't be afraid to flex. If you <laughs> get a local someone that you think is great and they are selling your stuff, right? 
you need to promote with yeah. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm making merch for this person and, and tell people, don't be uh, fucking annoying, but <laughs> tell people like I'm designing merch for this person. Mm-hmm. That is things in your portfolio and that is a, a business flex, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And people... Uh, who follow you want to be proud of you. So you yes. go, you know, look at this brand new merger. Make sure you're using your social media as much as possible. Totally. And you're not just bragging, but you're going, you know, for the first time ever, I'm doing merch for this person right. and we're selling out or we're whatever. What a time we live in with the internet exists yeah. and right. you don't have to like take out an ad in the local paper <laughs> or whatever. Like take out an ad in the back of Gay Times being like, here's my merch design. Yeah. You know? Post it as much as possible. Totally. And, and make sure when you do succeed that people know that you're succeeding. Because they oh, yeah, want that's to really follow important. you. That's a really important thing that I can't be proud of what you know. do. Yeah, yeah, like post it out there. You're your own cheerleader. Don't be afraid to flex <laughs> a little bit, not a too little much, bit, but not too hard. Don't hurt there's yourself. a line, but I feel like there's a yeah. good sweet spot where like confidence, but also being humble. People mm-hmm. people want to become obsessed with drag queens. They want yeah. to become obsessed with people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they, true. people want to follow you. They want to you know if you're doing a good job, like hell yeah, congrats on your brand new thing. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah, it's true. You know. <laughs> right. This is our last question. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. It's been such a good time. All right, hit it. Alicia from Los <laughs> Angeles. Uh, we touched on this a little bit, but this is a little bit more specific. How has the culture you grew up in influenced your drag? And I feel like this is something that is pointed at the two of you, but like yeah. true of anybody. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I feel like Miami, well, because where I got started was- Are you at, from uh, Miami? Born and raised. Oh, wow. My yeah. grandmother came here on a raft. That's my Cuban card. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Miami is very, at least in the Wynwood scene, like, um, I'm sure, you know, previous people here have been talking about Counter Corner, right? The party. Okay. Well, I don't think anybody's mentioned it on the podcast. No, I don't okay. Well, there's a party in Miami called Counter Corner and it kind of like is the sole reason why an alternative scene exists. So it's kind of like if you build it, they will come. Mm. Yeah. So I came out in drag once. I mean, it was just like, whatever. And once they realized, they all thought I was a twink, first of all. And then once they realized like. <laughs> I was in, yeah, I was getting hit on and it was great. I had a good time. I had a good time. I was groped, but it was great. Um, no, it was, I enjoyed it. So oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Anyway. Yeah, so once they figured out that I was in, like I was in drag and I was a drag king and they were like, oh, what? Oh, you're booked next month. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, yeah, you're performing, get something together. Yeah. So it was, it was that culture of like, we want more, you know, difference. And like, we want like that whole, like, just. We, I, I, what's the word for it? Like that accepting, like not even accepting. It wasn't even like we accept you. It was like, like hungry for it. Hungry, for it. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was this hunger for creativity because it. And there's nothing against you know tourist drag or pageant drag. There's nothing against that at all. I love a good stunt. Did you say tourist drag? I mean, yeah, like on the on South Beach, the Strip. Tourist oh. drag. That is, I've never heard it called. That. Well, I, I mean, I call it that. That's the interesting. Word I use though. Is it's very descriptive. Regional. <laughs> but like something that the tourists would like is yeah. that what you yeah. mean yeah. by that yeah, yeah, tourists yeah. come and they, totally. they see you know because there's this um uh, I please forgive me if I pronounce your name wrong Elishali they wishes like I she's the one that gets in the, the tour bus and gets on the second floor oh of the yeah and drops to the split yes, yes. yeah like that's it's crazy shit but there wasn't anything else, you know? Mm. And I'm, I'm sure, like, 10 years ago, like, I remember Spikey Van Dyke was saying that he was performing regularly on South Beach. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so there was obviously, like, a hunger for something different. And then this party happened. And then, like, everybody that's in the alternative scene in Wynwood and Miami started at this party. Like, everyone. Wow, wow. So, you know, I mean, you know these people. But it's it was that culture of, like, we don't care. We want it. And yeah. the okay. fact that I didn't even have to do a tip spot, I didn't need to 
comp compete. Yeah. I was seen and then I was booked. That's great. And it was it's that welcoming atmosphere in the the Winwood scene in that party specifically that um, created that culture of weirdness. Yeah. And diversity. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, mm, I think like like my history and like my childhood and stuff inspired me because I I I used to watch a lot of anime. Mm -hmm. And I would like to describe my my character as a Japanese anime of a rich Mexican girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, something that happened in Mexico is like there's a lot of very, no, there's a little amount of very rich people that are very, very rich mm. and a lot of poor people yeah. that are very poor. Yeah. So I really wanted to do like a... Um, you know, like a satire of these rich people. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I I want and and I live with like a lot of my family are very that we, we call them white sicans. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to do like like something that I was very you know moved because mm -hmm. I try to do like I don't know like. Critic criticism mm -hmm. of yeah critique of the, yeah critique, critique. of yeah, the satire. of the world satire. Satire, yeah. that we live in and I don't know I try to make like the things that I like and try to move like a social critic yeah punching yeah. yeah. up that's really right. cool I feel like that's how I started drag too is like thinking about like the old the golden age Hollywood musical movies that yeah. I used to watch with like mm -hmm. my mom and then like thinking about all the like film noir stuff that my grandma was watching. And and also like watching cabaret at a really young age, yeah. and like watching yeah. Rocky Horror, and like all of that aesthetic, and taking all of those things that that I grew up with, that like my family's Sicilian too, so there was like a little bit of like strong emotions and lots of weeping <laughs> and like throwing around of hands, yeah. and I feel like taking all of the things that you love and the things you grew up with and your, your childhood influences and specifically like your childhood queer influences, mm -hmm. yeah. putting them all in a goddamn blender and like yeah. hitting That's frappe. I mean. It's literally. Mm -hmm. like, and then you just pour it all over yourself <laughs> and you <just laughs> drag. Yeah. You said literally me. I mean, all my cartoon villains that I had a crush on as a kid, uh, that's literally what my drag is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like Hades, Scar, all these, uh, him. Yeah. Like him no. literally. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That scared me so much when oh, I was I younger. It. Oh, I, I was so scared of him. <laughs> so scared. That's, that's what I loved about him. He was the gayest, but he was the toughest. Everyone was yeah. afraid of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that power that like, like writers <laughs> tried to, you know, make gay people seem like, Fearful, yeah. but like for me, I was like, I want to be that bitch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. True story. <laughs> I want to be her. Yeah. yeah. Him. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah yeah and yeah jumping off. And you've talked about like your stepmother and yeah like, the I, origins and my stepmother step was just like the worst person ever. But she <laughs> would not get the mail. Like she would not. Leave <laughs> The biggest, I don't think you've ever said thing. she she won't she would not walk out of the house if she wasn't in like two hours of hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. But she was just awful. <laughs> she was terrible. That's brilliant. And um, I don't know. I just think so much of like my comedy came from like you know I didn't I I really didn't have any friends when I was growing mm -hmm. up, and I was like pff, I mean classic gay story. I was like, <laughs> constantly fucked with, and like it, there was a moment where I realized that I could harness the power of like uh, of roast. Of like how yeah, I can actually turn, you know, I can look at someone and pick you apart in my head and keep it. And then someone 
would make fun of me and I realized that I could go like, oh, really? How about your... And then you catch them off guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you you get beat up a couple times. But <laughs> you start to get that confidence. Uh, and then I really think that drag... Uh, helped me access that yeah. and and you know and and see the good in things so many times and uh, and yeah yeah I come I come out ready to fight but I'm not an asshole <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah I mean yeah it's uh, also the things like things like that where you're able to like harness a power you didn't know that you had access to yeah. and like, like mm. put that on stage in in a way that so, makes people connect oh, yeah. to it rather than run from it or like for me like also I was terrified of clowns as a youngster <laughs> terrified no. of rabbits too which like rabbits keep coming up in my drive <laughs> over and over again because it makes an impression on you and you yep and then you take that fear or like love that those strong emotions that you have and you channel them and then you present them in a in an appealing package whatever yeah. that means yeah. and like Give, sir, tell you about when my friend threw a battery at me. What? Uh, when I was in eighth grade, uh, my friend. Wait, maybe you did. Threw a double G, a, a double A, double G battery. Like, do a spitball. Wait, those are kid. different size batteries. Yeah, wait, the, one, the one with the plugs on the end. That's the, the double D. D. Oh, yeah, the D. Hit me in the eye, and I started gushing blood, and I just started roasting the kid. So all the kids are coming over and they're like handing me rags like, oh my God, what did you do? And I just started roasting this kid and just screaming like, oh, you fucking idiot. Like, like you know, and talking about his family and just, yeah. oh, and the kid was an asshole. The yeah. kid was an asshole. And uh, the other kids just started laughing at him and I'm covered in blood and I'm just like going in. And there was like kind of a tectonic plate shift in my head that was like, oh, you know, and I mm-hmm. think, I think that that so much is how I look at comedy too, because I say when I'm hosting a show, I look for things to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like normally you're like, oh God, oh, what's going yeah. wrong? What's going on? Yeah. I'm going, ooh, one little small thing. <laughs> That's what I'm going to make fun of. Like we are all feeling uncomfortable in this moment mm-hmm. yeah. that something's going wrong. So that gives me something to make fun of. Right. You're not scared of a lady putting I'm coats on the stage. <laughs> 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 battery that. She gave me a reason to roast. So I think, like, thank you, Daniel Cottrell, you piece of shit. Like, <laughs> you made me realize that, like, when things go wrong, it gives me something to just unload on. Do you see this asshole doing this over here? Are we all okay with this? What is this? Just what is champagne wrong come with out you? Of my nose. Oh, yeah. oh, man. It's just, yeah. But sometimes owning your fuck-ups do, it leads to you know discoveries like that oh yeah mm-hmm. I mean that's how my makeup happened I couldn't figure out flesh tone <laughs> I mean no, me neither oh I, yeah like my eyebrows are because I didn't know yeah. how to do them yeah but now and I was like oh oh oh, oh, oh. Yeah. getting bigger garage getting bigger yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah totally. totally that's good dig deep good things yeah. will come out of it well I think that brings us to the end that's oh, the no. end of the podcast I'm drunk <laughs> 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 um, I had a blast. Well, uh, tell us uh, where we can find you on social media. Okay. Uh, what's coming up for you? Um, I'm still going to be in Mexico, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I I want to come back, like Chicago and, yeah, and, and Los Angeles and stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm having that's a blast. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere, like Margaret Illa, Margaret without the H, and YYA. And <laughs> um, you can find me at Androgen King, A N D R O K I N G. No, that's not at all. <laughs> you did great. Thank you. I, I'm I'm pretty. A N D R O G I N. There you go. K I N G. Instagram, Twitter, um, Tinder. I don't know. 
Anything big coming up? Any shows? Um, I'm going to be performing at Oaklash in San Francisco. Oh, cool. Which is going to be cool. I've never been to the West Coast. So, yeah, that'll be my first time. My old stomping ground. (laughs) Oh, I want to share something. Okay. Okay, so sorry that I interrupted you. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, please. (laughs) You're having a great time. I want to hear I'm having a good time. Full disclosure, she was also with me at um, a meeting. Oh, yeah. So we were drinking together. Oh, yeah. Okay, when I come to, to, Mexico in April. I'm performing with Pablo Vitar. Oh, oh wow. yeah, Vanderbonov. Okay. Uh, is she hungry? And oh my god, what a, Mex- a that's gonna be a good show. Yeah, you've yeah. had be uh, Vander here twice. Yeah, yeah I, I love, love her. her. Pointed to you because this is where Vander sat. No, <laughs> pointed to you. You group all the alternative <laughs> performers There's together. One chair for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am T-Rex in Chicago um, on April 20th. Come to Drag Matinee. It's my birthday, 420. Jasmine Masters is going to be there. Oh, my God. Um, uh, also with yep. uh, 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 The Princess. Uh, also, we've just announced that on the 11th of May, uh, Lady Bunny. Is going Whoa. To yeah. One time um, I almost got knocked over by how big her wig was. Literally, we tried like to take a group picture. I, was, I loved it. One time Lady Bunny hit me right. with her wig. And it was like, <laughs> um, I am at uh, Roscoe's every Thursday now for uh, Drag Race Tunings, every Saturday for Drag Matinee. And uh, once a month I'm in Milwaukee for Dicks. Um, and yes. How about you? That's awesome. Um, I am on the 23rd. I'm at Drag Matinee. You yeah. won't be there, though. No. I will so be in Milwaukee. sad. But Dixie Lynn Cartwright is co-hosting. Somebody on Friday at Goddess told me that my paint reminded them of Dixie Lynn Cartwright. And I was like, okay. Someone came up to me last night and asked me if I was the vixen. (laughs) And I laughed at them. And they said, you don't have to humiliate me. You don't have to be a bitch. You can just tell me if you're the vixen or not. I don't watch the show. And I just... Like slowly walked away, like <laughs> smiling because I did not understand what was happening. Wow! I will tell him that, yes, like, I'm the big fan. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I really I'm am. The militant black drag queen from season ten. <laughs> yes, that is my tagline. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Black Girls Rock. Black Girls Rock. Yeah. Wild times. Um, and then, actually, I'm really excited uh, to talk about this. On the 29th of March, I'm uh, co-producing a... Um, a variety show, live singing, cabaret, uh, variety circus uh, show Ooh. at the Hotel Roby in Wicker Park, Ooh, which is very, a very gorgeous space. And I'm singing, which I haven't Ooh. done. Wow. I haven't done that since I did the pre-show for uh, Your Most Wanted a while ago. So I'm extremely nervous and pleased to be doing that March 29th at the Roby. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Oh, wait, I didn't say my socials. I'm oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm, I'm lucky.stiff wow. on Instagram, and I am lucky.stiff2. That's the number two on Twitter. For those of you following along at home, neither Twitter nor Carl, who has the uh, Twitter handle lucky.stiff, <laughs> neither of them have responded to me. So looks like I'm here to stay, baby. <laughs> um, all right, well. Thank you all for being here. Thank you. It was Thank not my pleasure. Me. It was terrible. Let's, <laughs> let's cheers Ooh, our empty cheers. glasses. Hello. Cheers. Hey. <laughs> what?